to the lost souls, the disintegrated spirits, the wanderers, the dreamers, and the seekers. Welcome to the Embodied Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Danielle McGinnis. Our work in this podcast will be to foster healing, transformation, self-expression, creativity, and the development of consciousness. So with our intentions grounded firmly, let's settle in and do some integration work. Hey friends, happy Thursday and welcome back to another episode of the Embodied Podcast. If you guys are loving what you're hearing on the show, I would really appreciate it if you slid over to iTunes and dropped a five-star rating or written review. Those ratings and reviews help get the show into more ears and more souls across the world. So thank you for doing that if you've already done that. In today's episode, I want to dive into something that was exploring in my poetic basis of mind class and we were reading the book healing fiction by james hillman and i think it's a beautiful book in the third section of that book uh, hillman goes into talking about some of alfred adler's work who along with freud and young was one of the primary catalysts in the depth psychological movement and adler is often really ignored in the face of Freud and Jung. And so one of the key aspects that Adler discusses in his perspective of psychology is this importance of inferiority. And I feel like an understanding of of that is really a great basis to, to learn from and to begin to look at the world from, given the last episode that I did on the necessity of humiliation and humiliation's ability to bring us down into the ground of our being, bring us out of that inflated psychological state into the ground of our being. Typically, uh, inflation and deflation kind of sit on a spectrum. Sometimes people navigate from inflation to deflation, thinking that they are the center of the universe and they're the greatest, into feeling like they are nothing and that they are a piece of shit. And we really want to find that Taoist perspective of the middle way between the inflated and deflated state. But I think that more often than not, our cultural predisposition is towards inflation and towards kind of that up and out ascension type of of way of orienting to psychology in itself and even to our neuroses. Adler's main invitation in relationship to this inferiority principle is moving us away from seeking stagnated or, or pulling us away from meaning that can be stagnated or abstracted into concepts or certain principles or, or even way of looking at our, our struggles and our neuroses and towards a way that is following the soul. If we really follow soul, we're not promised to be in this love, light, airy, fairy place. Often the soul moves us into us into a way of seeing the plight of 
of every day in recognizing that there is a specific type of love even in that mundane, dark, inferior aspect of everydayness. What Hillman is proposing in this book called Healing Fiction is to move away from our neuroses as specific diagnoses that need to be fixed into turn towards a space of recognizing what fictions or myths are guiding our experience of of soul. Hillman says on page 108, we are human less by virtue of our ideal goals than by the vice of our inferiority. So the sense of imperfection, young shadow, is the only possible base for Adler's goal of inferiority. Jung said the same thing in Collected Works. He said, relationship is not based on perfection. It is based rather on imperfection, on what is weak, helpless, the very ground and motive for dependence. Hillman goes on to say that the best entry into imperfection is humor, self-irony, dissolving in laughter, the acceptable humiliation that requires no aftercompensation upwards. So this connects to the last podcast I did about the necessity of humiliation. And if we look at that, again, the suffix of H-U-M, humiliation, humility, human, humor. They all have something in common there that connects us to that sense, that communal feeling that we are bonded together in this, in this human realm. What Hillman is amplifying here is that we, we often are neurotic in the way that we try to cure our neuroses. So the way that we're approaching psychology in certain therapies is actually trying to move out of that inferior space into a space of higher ground and on page 114 he says what turns up most frequently in the instructions for working with images in the interior space is the attempt to dominate and exploit the lower the darker the weaker and the uglier psyche for the fictional goals of ego superiority we ask not what they want, but what our ego wants. So when the, when the individual can no longer see themselves in the larger context of in relationship to the psyche having its own desires and its own wishes and its own movement, we just see ourselves as the center of the center of the psyche that we can control and dominate the space with our own intentions. And this is where we get into the space of perfectionism is when we can't tap into that that innate inferiority of the ground of our being human. We're trying to rise out of it and in that we have some pretty shadowy intentions to control and to dominate the lower, darker, weaker realms. And it can be quite destructive to the soul. It's interesting because what I've noticed after taking, especially in my last semester, taking archetypal psychology and studying Hillman, but really getting farther into this PhD program, what I'm really, really noticing is our culture's propensity to live in the future or to have judgment on the past. And it shows up in these these little ways where 
this expediency to move out of the present moment, if it's dark in any sense, if it's stuck in any sense, if we're working with failure or depression, betrayal, suicide, any type of like wound or abnormality or anything that has an association with the lower, the underworld, the darker, there's not a lot of space for that inferiority in the modern psychological space because even when we're attempting to cure it, that implies that there's something wrong with it as opposed to that being part of the totality of of the soul. Instead of developing this rigid need to to cure, to fix, to heal, we can actually open ourselves into the wider and more fluid spaces of psyche, of soul, that the meaning is implicit. It's not this kind of stagnated, rigid edged type of thing that we we conceptualize. Hillman says on 117, in a sense, we are like the Taoists of psychotherapy, staying with the low, the dark, the weak, staying with the inferiority of, of the discipline given with the lowness, the darkness, and the weakness of the soul. From another perspective, our work is like Zen, an attempt to see through these subjective fictions of consciousness, to dissolve those literalisms with which consciousness identifies, and then names as methods of becoming conscious, like thinking in opposites, inventing private worlds of subjective and objective. Again, this invitation is, is, is not to identify with the lowly and the inferiority, but to acknowledge and to include that so that we don't get caught up in this human urge towards perfection and that becomes exclusive of these perspectives that become inferior, become less than, when actually, as I talked about in the spectrum of black and white, they don't need to be hierarchically ranked. They need to sit alongside each other or work in a circle of of some way. And what we can do in that is we start to amplify how important every single aspect of our nature is to the totality of it all. So we don't have to necessarily rise to the peaks or to the heights, but we can accept and be with what is in the present moment. And with that, extract and meet that with a type of seeing the present moment, even if it's covered in plight and darkness, we can see how important that is contributing to the totality of it all. And I think that we start by creating a sense of respect for not only that which brings us success but that which brings us closer to not solely our desires but the desires of the soul and what the soul is is moving in us so I just wanted to jam on that because it expanded on what I said in the necessity of humiliation and it brought in a, a little bit of a different perspective from Adler's work. You guys can kind of sit and chew on that. Even when we get into the depth psychological space, there can be really dogmatic conceptualizations that happen that actually aren't inclusive of soul or inclusive of the images within us. 
and that see them as neurotic or diagnose them as a poor relationship to the ego self-axis, whatever, however you want to say it. But that in itself is, is not necessarily inclusive of soul. So it can become dogmatic and conceptualized and fall into the same shadows that our modern psychological movements tend to take us into. This invitation is to really kind of sit and digest that and see what comes out of that because I again I feel like there needs to be voices that are advocating for the lost, the lowly, the broken parts of the soul that are actually very very important to the psychological process. Also I wanted to let you guys know that next Tuesday, January 25th at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I will be offering a lecture on the transformation process, the peaks and valleys of the transformation process. So I will be hosting that in the Transformation Collective and that lecture is included with the membership that we have going on there, but we have also opened it up for drop-ins. So you want to look at this as a lecture or a workshop. And so if you're open to dropping into that and learning about learning and engaging with the different perspectives and sides, of the transformation process from a depth and archetypal lens. I will put the link in the show notes where you guys can go into the Transformation Collective, pay a drop-in, and show up to that workshop. Really, really looking forward to that. So that will also pull from these different ideas that I'm throwing up in, in the podcast today. So if you're interested in that, head to the show notes and you can check that out. But otherwise, we will talk on Sunday. Bye, guys.